and welcome back to the Third Eye Cyborg channel. This is episode three on the building an AI app. We are building an AI programming tutor that gives us lessons and quizzes and whatnot, but it also is going to have a chat inter interface that is going to uh, use the ChatGBT API from OpenAI. And we are going to go ahead and get into it. So let's get started. Okay, so I'm on our app. This is kind of where we left off. Um, I went ahead and added this chat page. Now on this chat page, I use the uh, ChatGPT template that they have in the marketplace. I did change a couple of things, however. Mine runs a little bit different, so I use a chat item here. This chat item is just a string that comes from the page variable. I changed their page variable to a list of strings and it still has the input. And these are just a chat item and you just click the chat item and uh, don't change it like that. Same with this, this would just be chat item as well. So then on here, where you click the action to actually send the message, it updates. When it updates, it just uh, adds to the list the widget state variable for text field right there. Then in the prompt, I changed the API uh, input variable to just be a string. Then I created a custom function called combine lists. So it combines everything in the chat history that we're adding to up here, which is just a list of strings. So it's combining this list of strings into one and then sending that as a prompt. And again, my variable to send that prompt is just a string. And uh, you see that with, if the response succeeds, we are going to update the widget state. We are going to set the... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply value of uh, chat history to current chat history. Then we're going to clear this uh, text right here for the input text. We're going to wait 
100 milliseconds, and then we're going to scroll to the end of the list view. And that'll keep us at the end of the chat. Now, if you go over to the custom functions, see this is the one that I created. This convert to JSON one, go ahead and delete. And so that should be that. Let's go ahead. It looks like custom functions need to be checked. So before we do go into the test, um, this is the API uh, setup that I did. Now we did the completions, but uh, I went ahead and added chat. And right now we have our API key as a header in the group. But I think um, later on, I'm going to switch it to a variable um, just because that seems more proper to me. But uh, within each one of these and then, but for now that's working. So good enough for now for testing purposes. So uh, no headers right now, but the body is uh, written in JSON just like this with the GPT 3.5 turbo model. It's a uh, system as you are a, it's role as you are a professional programming consultant. And then um, this would be where the prompt goes in. So let's go ahead and go to under advanced settings. It's private because our group is, and you can see that um, the variable is just a prompt. It's just a string um, one. And that's why we combine that list chat history into it. And the endpoint is just a uh, chat completions. So if you test this, we'll start programming. It, uh, it'll go through. But let's go ahead and get to testing the app. Okay, so as you can see, we're up on the main screen again, and I added this under a tab. Forgot to go over that, but that is uh, where it's at. So it starts with uh, no chats, start chatting to create a history, and that's a component I made. Uh, but let's go ahead and start our chat. So let's say, just start with hello and see if our role worked, see if it says anything about programming. Okay, it doesn't seem to be working right. Let's do this again. What is Dart? I'll ask. This time it does seem to be loading more. Okay, so not quite working. Let's try just something. So it seems to be loading my conversation side, but not the other conversation side. So let me see what's going on here. Okay, so it appears that the error isn't capture or the is that it's not capturing the response. So let's look at 
here. This is where that should be happening. And there's the problem. So I'm just adding the chat history list. I should be adding to the list. And that should be this. There we go. That should fix it. So let's test again. Okay, let's just make sure this is reloaded. Here we are. Now let's go to our chat. Here we are. Now let's uh, type in simple greeting. There we go. Hello and welcome. How may I assist you as a programming consultant today? Cool. Let's say, what is Dart? See if we get a response. There we go. So it looks like this is working. Okay, so I put, um, thank you. What are 10 features of Dart that make it stand out from other languages? Let's see if this goes through. And <laughs> there it is, beautiful. Okay, copy these, cool. Let's go to settings. Amazing, that looks so much better in my opinion. So, next we need to work on the quizzes, lessons, and tests. So right now it's just kind of loaded in there with some blank data, but let's go ahead and change that. Okay, so we're back on our screen and I've made the necessary changes uh, to do our first test. Let me walk you through it. So I've just added a couple of UI things, added some padding to certain things, changed this into practice. And then I added some different um, buttons here, icon buttons, and I'll show you what they did. So first, uh, I started by adding local page state variables. And this one is current question. It's just some JSON. Answer JSON. Show question, which is a Boolean with the default value of false. Show answer, Boolean with the default value of false. Check answer, Boolean with the default value of false. And checked results, which is a nullable string, which I'll probably give a default value later. So, The first thing I did is created these icon buttons and gave them conditional visibility. So this one only shows when it's when show question is not true. 
This one only shows when show question is true. This one Supposed to show when show question. Let's see. When show question is true. Okay. So these ones show when it is true. This one shows when it's not true. So after you click this, it drops all of this down because this is under the same conditional. And so is this. So when you click this, it changes that condition and it does an API call. So the API is to the completions endpoint. Prompt is ask me a random programming question. And um, then if it succeeds, it updates those variables and turns show question to true and rebuilds the current page. False, it um, gives us this alert dialog that says something went wrong, please try again. Later on, I can pass the error message into it, but let's just see how that works for now. And this one does similar thing, but it just resets, uh, or it actually takes this value, the show question turns it to false, and then resets the question. This one goes ahead and resets all of the variables. And so that'll just refresh everything. That's only available after you see the question. This one, um, this is just the JSON path for the, for the completions to get the text when you click this and you get that backend call. So it also reveals this, like I said, and this allows you to type an answer. When you're done typing it, you can click um, check and check. Actually, this is supposed to be So let's change this. This is actually supposed to be checked result. Succeeded. Okay, so this uh, API call takes a prompt and it just says, I will give you both a programming question and then a programming answer. And it's just gonna tell me if uh, the question or if the answer is right, just by saying correct or incorrect. And this is the question, and then I pass the answer right here. Okay. And if it succeeds, then it uh, then it updates these variables with the answer from the from this and true, or it just says please try again. Again, we can pass an error in that later, but for now that's fine. And also you get this that pops down there too. So this is so you can check if your answer is right, but the answer right here, you can just uh, see that it has some conditional visibility set to show answer. Oh, and I guess the last thing here, this checked result is going to be 
that page state variable that we're setting when we click set. And also, just a little thing about this, uh, the wrap around it has a conditional visibility to only show when check answer is true. So that way, um, you're only going to see the, the result when that's true. So right here, these are all set on show answer. So one is if show answer is false, the other one is show answer is true. Then um, if it's false, which it starts out as, you can false or unset. You, it does a back and call when you click on this and it does to the chat endpoint now, because I want this to be a little bit more uh, wordy and the chat endpoint is much cheaper. Um, I demonstrated both, but you can feel free to change them in and out. But this prompt is a text combination that just asks for the answer to the question that we got earlier. And that was just from the page state variable, current question. So this one goes through the same type of check. And then if everything goes good, it updates those page state variables goes bad, same thing. Okay, so we're going to test this out. And this is just the result from that um, page state variable that we set with this. And it has some conditional visibility set around a wrap too. Okay, so here we are back on our beautiful login screen. Let's go ahead and click Login. Okay, so it looks like nothing's loading by default. That's weird. Train's still loading. It looks like it froze up there for a second. Let's see. So it appears that the initial page load is being messed up by something. Let's see. Okay, so I put it in run mode just to test uh, why it wasn't working and it seems to be lo loading just fine in run mode. So let's see if it works now. So we're gonna click this button. Hey, what is the difference between a static and dynamic programming language? So let's try giving it an answer. A static programming language has defined types, data types. As a dynamic language does not. So let's check our answer. Looks like something went wrong. Okay, so that that's a problem. Let's go ahead and check our answer here. Again, something went wrong. So it appears that although this looks like it's real. Oh, you know what? That's an issue too, so 
Okay, so it looks like it's popping up with the same thing. Let's see if we can change this. All right, back over here in Flutterflow. Went ahead and took away the show question one here to keep it there. And then I also did no rebuild here. Let's do this no rebuild. And I think that the errors that we're getting are coming out of our page state variables. So let's go, instead of making this current question, let's make this to a string. Can be nullable for now. Answer, we're gonna make into a string. Nullable for now. Gonna make a bunch of errors. And they're in these APIs. So we can just say that this is going to be current question. Okay. Then we'll say this one's going to be the current question. Okay. And then we got some property overrides. This one's going to be, again, the current question. So, Then this one. Well, let's see. Okay. <clears throat> now This and we're updating this with the questions body path. There we go. Okay. So now that one is good. String reset. Okay, that should all be good. This should be There we go. 
So it looks like that's all set now. Let's go ahead and try to test it again. Okay, so I have it open again over here. I had to do another run, but let's see how it works now. So let's go ahead and click the down. It's the difference between a static and dynamic programming language. Okay, same as the last one. We'll see if we can refresh that. Nothing seems to be happening there, so that's a problem, but let's go ahead and just type in a wrong answer this time. Um, let's say, there is no difference, though we know there is. It's data types, but let's go ahead and check it. Between null and undefined, incorrect. Okay, let's see if that... Okay, so let's check this one. Oops. Sent a lot there. That seems to be working. Oh, looks like it's not actually. Let's see what's going on here. Okay, so back to the drawing board. Okay, so what I had to do was uh, change all of the API calls over to the chat for right now. It seems like that one was at least refreshing. So these are now to the chat API call, same prompts. So We'll see how this does. And I just routed the the uh, API result to the page variables. So we're going to test it again. Okay, so we're on the home page again. Let's see how it works now. What's the difference between and operations? Oh, the equal and the, uh, the assignment and the equal to operator. So one is assignment, one is equal to. Try checking. Correct. Cool. Answer. Oops. I clicked it twice, I forgot. This one just takes a while. Okay, so the operator, cool. If I click this, awesome. I need to add a conditional to keep that the same answer if the answer is already set. So let's try um, resetting the question. It doesn't appear like that worked, so. And that is supposed to reset all of this. Let's try clicking that. appears that those are not 
Oh, there it goes. So it takes a little bit. I might need to add a spinner or something in there. And it looks like that was that. So there we go, incorrect. All right. So let's try clicking that again, seeing if it just takes a little bit. So yeah, it just appears that that one's not working. Oh, and you know what? That might be because I need to do a page rebuild. So let's go back to Flutterflow. Okay, so back here in Flutterflow, I put this to rebuild the page. Hopefully that will help with the updating of all this. This, um, I went ahead and changed to rebuild current page two. Let's make sure that all this is okay, cool. And these ones are as well. All right, cool. And it looks like that might be it. Let's go ahead and give it a try. Okay, so here we over, are over in our run mode. And let's go ahead and try it again. It's the difference between a stack and a queue. First, let's just check if our answer works. Cool deal. And it appears that, okay, I don't need to scroll yet. I'll, I would like to know if I need to scroll, so. Oh. So. We'll just kind of take that summarized statement at the bottom. Correct. Here we go. Oh, it needs to clear the text field. Cool. I need to do that when check happens as well. Okay, so when this gets reset, huh, the current question should not get reset. So let's see what's going on. Okay, so here we are back in Flutterflow. I just changed a couple of things. I had this, uh, I took off the current question and I had it clear the field. This one, I don't necessarily want it to clear the field because I want you to be able to edit it if it's incorrect. 
this, um, I want to keep so I want to add a conditional. Let's move that. Let's take this whole action chain and put it on true and delete it from down here. Oops. Okay. So the condition is going to be if Oops, page um, where is so we're actually going to need to make this into a condition, and that is going to be if the answer. Set and not empty. So if the answer is set and not an empty, so actually we want it the opposite of that. Is it not set or is empty? Then you can carry it out this way. If it is set, then I don't want to do that. I just want this. Okay, so that should keep the same answer unless the question changes. And let's go ahead and do some other stuff. I'm going to take this container and wrap it in a row. Then I am going to Make the container width equal to, we'll say, 300. Take the row, put it in the center. Now let's um, add one thing to this. Let's go ahead and add an icon button. Right here, and this will be X or close, and when this is clicked, we will. Clear the text field. All right, we'll make this scrollable just in case it's on small screen. Okay, let's test it. Okay, so here we are rebuilding the run again. 
All right, let's try it again. So brought down our question. What's the difference between an abstract class and an interface in Java? Good question. So let's first see if our answer sticks like we want it to. And it is scrollable. Okay. And then let's go ahead and just give an answer. We'll give a wrong one. Okay, incorrect. Then let's click our. Okay, that clears it. Let's also, let's, uh, Go ahead and do this again. Okay, now let's try. Oh, wait, first let's see if our answer sticks. You know what? I might have. Looks like it's not sticking for some reason. Okay. Yeah, it keeps doing those calls, so we'll see what's going on with that. Let's let it load up here. <clears throat> and we're going to need to add a loading meter for this or some sort of progress bar. Okay. So it's not keeping those. Let's go ahead and click the reset button. That reset everything perfectly. And it kept the answer, which is perfect. So actually, hmm, we want it to reset that answer. And just ask, okay, so a little bit more to do. Okay, back in Flutterflow, um, and it looks like what I'm going to need to do is copy this action chain here. Then on this, I need to paste it in here. Okay, so this needs to be here. This needs to be here. Okay. Then we have this back in call again except for when we update our answer, our current question should be this output, which we need to do. Call it agent. 
So we'll have it this action output region and it will be content. All right, so let's go ahead and try this out. That should regenerate a new question as well. So let's let's look at this now. Okay, so if the answer is unset and not empty, then just go ahead and get the answer. If it is set, I guess we would set the answer string to what it currently is. And that's if it is set. So if it's not set, do this. Otherwise, now it does a new API call called region. Then on success, current question, set to regions, new content. Does it rebuild? Oh, there's the problem. So if question succeeded, this is if region succeeded. So it's probably not succeeding. So let's go to output region succeeded. Okay, so let's see. Yeah, so this should work now because it wasn't even checking the right condition. Okay, so we're gonna try running it one more time. Okay, so let's give it a try now. So we'll just get an answer. I feel like it asks a lot about stacks and queues. <laughs> okay. There's our answer. There we go. Cool. It's switching it. Very cool. All right, I don't think we need to open there anymore. Yeah, we don't need that. I just went and deleted it out of the project. So um, let's look for any other little things. 
so we still got lessons and tests to do. But we went ahead and did the practice. It's looking pretty good. Just make sure everything works. Cool. Help. That's a problem. So why is it saying that that's correct? I need to have a condition in there to check whether that's even full. So let's go back over to Flutterville. All right, so back over here in Flutterflow, we just need to do a couple things. I got rid of that open here. Let's go ahead and um, add a condition here. So oh yeah, we could add it there. Bring it up and let's take this whole action chain, paste it here. Let's go uh, delete it here. And then let's get to this. So the condition is going to be single condition, and that is going to be that this set and equal. Otherwise it's going to say or that's let's go with bees. Actually, we can put that as the message, and let's put um, no input value. Okay, so let's go ahead and try running this now. Okay, so here we are in another run mode. So let's go ahead and try it out. Looks much better without the open. I think um, I do want to space these differently. That works for now. What is the difference between a stack and a queue? Okay. Check that. Correct. Go to our answer. Okay. And it looks like the answer is working good. So I'm going to click the um, 
clear button here and try to check it and see if it works. It's not supposed to. Cool. And that will uh, make sure that you input that. So, I guess I should make this um, go away as well. So a couple other little things that we're going to do. Let's get to it. All right, so we're in Flutterflow here. And I just went ahead and added a little update here to just reset these values if it gets wrong. Um, if, if you don't have it filled out, it'll just reset this whole value. So that does it pretty much. Um, I wrapped this in a container to give it a defined width. But other than that, that's where we're going to leave off for today. We got lessons and tests to do. But uh, pretty cool. We went ahead and got the chat feature working. And we got a setting page. And we got a home page. So um, overall, pretty good. I like the results. Um, we'll continue on in the next video. Okay, everyone, that does it for this episode and part three. Um, remember, we are a self-funded channel, so any donations, any um, merch that you buy, or any memberships that you join really help a lot and it helps keep this channel alive. So if you want more content like this, remember to like and subscribe. You can also follow us on social media. We're on all the major social media outlets. Um, and we're going to be releasing part four soon, which will be going into the lessons and the tests. Um, until then, don't stop coding your mind, and we'll see you next time.